So, Mr. Jelly, or can I call you Mr. Jelly 2.0? I... Did I get an update at some point well, that I'm not aware of? I figure at some point you have to. Like you can't, you, you know, you're an app developer. You can't, you can't stick to version 1.0 forever. Like at some point, yeah, your wife true. or your friends or your family, they're going to start demanding updates. They're going to be like, Jelly, yep. you know, it was fun when Jelly 1.0 did this, but really in Jelly 2.0, it'd be nice if you could, you know, put away some dishes and, you know, do, do these other things around <laughs> the house. Isn't that right? Mel, are you out there? Are you listening to us? Is that the sort of thing that happens at like news when we set news resolution? That's our, that's us like sending out our update notes. No, it's it's not even that. It's like a wish list for like future versions. So ah, I see. The question I have for you today, Jelly, is all about beta testing, and we we don't want to test um beta test Jelly two point We'll we'll leave that to Mel maybe. But <laughs> have you ever been on like a, a beta test for like any products that you? Use? Yeah, I have actually. I've been on a beta, a, a beta test or two. I, I'm on this one right now for a, a podcast client. Well, what kind of what kind uh, of podcast client is it? Is it, is it good? Tell, uh, tell me all about it. I think it's I think it's Pantscast. Pantscast. Pant, yeah. I heard there's another one out there, Picket Cats, where like oh, there's picket cats, cats. Yeah, Picket Cats. Cats running on fences. Is that cats running on fences? I thought it was like cats like uh, uh, like protesting. Ah, oh, with like little cute signs and things. Yeah, could be, yeah, could be. Yeah. I, I might have the wrong app. I, I, have, I have to look it up. Um, yeah, no, I'm on, I, I am on a beta beta. A beta, 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 a beta <laughs> test. <laughs> I'm doing a you're bit of me. a bit of beta testing. Is that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're you know, throwing me with your South Australian accent. Funnily enough, funnily enough, I'm also on a beta for um, there's this app. GIF, GIF wrapping, GIF wrapper. I think it's something to do oh. with like GIFs and um, I don't know, like Kanye West or something, something like that. Yeah, that make that makes sense. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> so, how do you find the experience of being part of a beta test? Well, I think it, it varies wildly. Like I've I've been on some um, beta tests that are really like the the people that run it are really involved. So you know they'll send you email updates and there'll be like a forum where you can like post suggestions and things. And then I've been you know on some other betas. I won't I won't name any. Maybe maybe this GIF wrapping company was one of them that are more hands off. So I guess they're getting automated reports and they they're waiting for people to send them feedback. But there's no real you know community or you know you just get the update notes. You get a thing from TestFlight that says hey. A uh, new version of like GIF wrapping is available. You know, do you want to install it? And there'll be like a change log. Yeah, that makes sense. So it yeah. seems like a spectrum. Like it's yeah, from like companies that just go all out, you know, crazy beta testing with forums and everything else, to companies that just give you a new version, give you like release notes, and and then kind of wait for for your feedback. Like, is that similar to the experience you've had? Yeah, I mean, I've I've been on ones that are very um, kind of hands off as well, and. Honestly, that's kind of how I run beta tests. But I've also been on ones that have been kind of more in depth. If that is that doesn't really communicate what I wanted to, but like more hands on, I guess, where people there's community and chatting, and uh, the, the, there's one that has a uh, Slack channel uh, at the moment and all that sort of stuff. Like it's all about trying to generate the feedback and make the feedback kind of a bit more hands on, be able to respond to people and all that sort of stuff. So it's it is a spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe yeah. that, that's what we could talk about a bit because, I mean, we're both developers yep. and I know people love to tune in to hear us talk about other things, but I'd like to think that we have a bit of, bit of experience that maybe, you know, not that, that everyone else doesn't have this, but maybe we've got something unique to, you know, to talk about here. So, you know, you and I have both run, um, you know, various beta programs and I guess in my case, we're currently running one for um, 
you know, our famous podcasting app, Picket Cats. I know, I know the one. Yeah. I know the one. Uh, that's going to be yeah. our new icon, by the way, is just that cats Pick- picketing. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, like you update your icon yeah, and people will complain. It doesn't matter whether the icon got better or worse. If you change any single thing about your icon, um, that's the first thing people notice. They're like, that's a slightly different shade of red. I don't like it. Here's the thing though, Russell. If you put a cat on it, clearly it's going to be an improvement. And I don't think anybody can disagree with you there. Oh, I like it. Especially if there are multiple cats and they're holding like cute little picket signs. Like, I don't know how you translate yes. that to a tiny little icon, but that's why we pay a designer. <laughs> like, that, that's not my job. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> so, job. We, we were trying for um, picket cats to run like a slightly different beta. So, in the past, the way we've done it is, you know, we run it through this thing called Hockey App, which is where you, you know, you upload your build, everyone gets an email, they, they get a button, they push, they install a version and we did the whole hands-off thing. So, we're like, if you want to give us feedback, sure, you know, send me an email or whatever, but otherwise, I would just collect all your automated crash reports. So, what would happen is, you know, a user would press one of the cats in the app, the cat would like, meow, crash and then the next time they launch the app, you know, I get a report. You know, 15 people have had this crash at this line of code. I'm like, oh, cool, that's that's useful information. What we're trying to do this time around that's a little bit different is just pick a random selection of people. So we picked out, I think in the case of, um, I don't know if I can keep calling it Picket Cats, but I'm going to try. In the case <laughs> in the case of Picket Cats, we picked out um, truly like 100 random people. We just ran like a random right. thing over you know, submissions that people had, um, you know, they're like, oh, I want to be on your beta. We're like, sure, give us your, your mailing address and um, we'll pick people. So we've we've tried to build a community. We have a, a Slack group that we've cr- created. We have about, I think now, like 150 people in there. And I guess what we're trying to do is a more interactive style thing where we say, sure, there's a new build, but, you know, do you have any feedback on this or do you want to, you know, discuss that? And then you also yeah. kind of get, you get this thing that we haven't really had before, which is um, beta testers talking to each other. So in the past, it's always been I send you a beta and I send maybe 50 other people a beta, but you don't know about those 50 other people. So all you know is that, you know, you're on the Picket Cats beta and if you've got issues, like you contact us. Whereas this is this is very different. This is if you've got issues, you kind of post them in this group and suddenly the other 149 people, you know, can read and respond and be like, yeah, I have that too or no, I don't have that and, you know, I, I don't want that or something. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally, I totally know what you mean. And uh, I, I've, I've experienced it firsthand because I'm part of that Slack <laughs> channel and that, that kind of group. And I, I don't kind of communicate a lot in it uh, because I, I, I guess I just don't have that much to say. But I, I sit there and I have I, I watch, watch as people are chatting to each other and chatting to you and uh, you're responding with snarky comments and then I might respond with a snarky <laughs> comment or something and just like uh, and, and it's actually quite I don't know it's it's almost like a group a, a group of friends or like a, like a real community and it's all based around this idea that we're all trying out and like feeding back on an app that we're that we're hopefully um, improving and uh, yeah and fixing yeah it's been a really yeah. interesting experience for me because like I said we've never really done this before so we didn't know what to expect. And I guess for me, like initially, it feels very uncomfortable to open yourself up to beta testers being it. I know this sounds draconian, but allowing them to talk to each other because previously, um, let's say you had something in the app you didn't like. So, um, you know, we made a button red and you're like, this, this offends me. This button shouldn't be red. Previously, you had no idea that 30 other people had also said that. So if we wanted yeah. to make that button blue, we could easily be like, well, you know, thanks for your feedback, but the button is staying blue. Whereas the effect you have now is you have a community of people and if Jelly says, uh, no, this button should be red, like not blue, then suddenly you can have like, you know, 
uh, 10, 15 other people also chime in. They're like, yeah, yeah, that would be so much better if it's red. And that's, to me, that, 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 yeah, that's a very different experience to, to what we had before. It, do you, is that something that you feel like is actually happening with this beta or is that something that you are, like, are scared of happening more so? No, so it actually has happened. So I'll give you an example. Like in this app we had, um, I'd written this color picking algorithm that would um, pick colors out of um, cat pictures. So you'd have your cat yep. picture in there. It would um, yep. pull colors from it and it would actually use those in the app. Yep. And, you know, we, we had one screen in particular where, you know, you're playing your favorite, um, Picket Cats podcast, because cats make a lot of podcasts, as you know, and it would, yeah. it would use the color in the whole player. And we had oh. a lot of people say, you know, hey, there's, there's a lot of orange here or a lot of red or whatever color it was picking. I think in the past, like if one or two people had said that, we'd be like, yeah, you know what? That's a style decision that we made. And, um, we feel we're going that way. But so many people made this comment that it made us kind of sit back and go, hmm, like, is this something that we need to change? And that's what we're actually trialing at the moment. Like, we took out that color, we replaced it with, you know, some some darkened sort of blur. And I think that this surprised me a little bit, but I think the app is, is actually better for it. So you feel like it's a positive thing as opposed to a negative thing? You're not feeling like you're getting uh, coerced or kind of mobbed then? I think it's a difficult thing because it's not, it's not universally a positive thing. Like there has been a few other instances where someone will ask something for something that we're probably not going to implement. Yeah. And then, then five or six other people ask for it as well. And then it's awkward. You have to explain that, you know, hey, this is a good suggestion, but we're not going to implement it for these reasons. So it's not, yeah, I'd say it's a net positive. So if you were to, you know, you get one of those traditional scales, like that are just two hanging things on, on a pole. And you go, okay, if we put all the positives here and the negatives here, the, the positives definitely, I think, so far outweigh the negatives, but it's not, it's not a universal improvement. Like there are some times where it can be awkward to, you know, <laughs> to unite all your beta testers in one place so they can, they can gang up on you. I think along those lines, like being in beta, it doesn't necessarily mean that everything is up for grabs. Like generally when you've got to the point of being in a beta, you've, put at least a little bit of effort into the the app so far and so you kind of already have a general kind of direction that you want to take it does that make sense yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah so like you you have a general idea of the decisions that you want to make and uh the kind of uh concepts that you want to tackle with the app and a lot of the times like a, a good app will say no to some some other content concepts in order to make uh, the ones that you do want uh, better. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So I have an interesting question here um, for you, which is presumably if someone's on your beta, it means that they're they're keen to test your app. Like they've actually had to go to some... Theoretically, yeah. Yeah, they, they've had to go to some effort to join the beta. You know, there isn't a thing um, on the app store where you can just go, yeah, join beta without sort of interacting with someone. So presumably they're keen, you know, they're excited about the new version, they, they want to see it. So I guess how do you manage their expectations? Because... You know, how do you manage what they're expecting from one, like the future version of the app that you're working on, but also from the, you know, the whole beta process? Because presumably they want, they want input. Like the whole reason they're there is to give you feedback. So how do you manage that whole thing? Like they've given you feedback and now like, do you, do you act on it? Do you not? Like, how do you, how do you do that? So the idea that you get feedback is kind of theoretical when you run a beta test, like the way that I do, which is fairly hands off and the thing about like running a beta test is that the way that you are is that it, it is pretty hands-on. You've got to be I- invested in it. I'm a one-guy team, so I tend to just like 
push out my things and wait for the feedback to come. What what level of feedback do would you say like you you got like on the last beta that you ran? I don't get a lot. Like I will get maybe an email or two throughout the entire thing, okay. or you know somebody might mention something. Um, but as a general rule, I tend to treat um, betas a very in a very similar way to the way that I treat the regular out you know out there version, the production version, right? And we've talked a little bit about that sort of stuff, like taking on um, suggestions and feedback before. And uh, to give a real quick recap, I basically say that's awesome idea. I'm going to put it on the list, and then when I have uh, when I get to it, I will I will consider it and decide whether or not it's good for the app. And only then, once I've kind of made my decision on it, uh, will I actually go and implement it. And I can understand how, like, having to like basically tell somebody to their face, "Well, I'm not sure about that." That <laughs> sounds kind of that's a dumb idea, son. That's <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I I can understand how that would be awkward. But I think at the end of the day, I I think the best way to manage expectations is just to be frank, like not named Frank, but. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't, I don't know how. My name's not Frank. <laughs> if you can't be Frank, then change your name to Frank. Even, if, but if you're just, uh, I was going to say straight, but you don't have to be straight either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jelly's down uh, the rabbit hole now. <laughs> Come on, how are you going to dig yourself out of this one? If you just be honest and open <laughs> about the whole concept, and I think I would attack it in a very similar way. Hey, look, that is an awesome idea, and I'd love to implement it, except that it kind of. I, like I'm, I'm doing something else over here that I think will be awesome, and it kind of in, conflicts with that. And so, no, nah. yeah, straight up. Nah. So, yeah, I mean, I find the same thing, and I, I find running like a beta test with a community is different again because sometimes someone will make a suggestion, and you'll be like, oh, how did I miss that? Like it's so obvious. And sometimes it'll be super quick to implement. So it might literally be like 15 minutes of coding, like five minutes of testing, and it's in the app. Uh, the problem yep. is then you've set the expectation. Like everyone else sees that. They're like, oh, so-and-so asked for this and then like it turned up in the next build. So I'm going to start asking for stuff. And some of the stuff they're asking for could be like months of work. Like it's just not feasible and it wasn't ever going to go into like this new version. And so now you have to manage that. You're like, well, like, you know, thanks for your suggestion. Like we'll consider it for future releases. But here's the reason it's not coming to the current one. And I, I guess there's a risk there that people can look at that and go oh oh rusty like he ignored my suggestion but he took the other person's suggestion like that's that's so mean you know you know what i mean like i yeah i have that problem when i interact with people that i don't want to seem like really mean and sometimes by not seeming mean i can go out of my way to be too polite rather than just uh, in fact we had one of our beta testers say to us like hey if you're not going to implement something like that that's that's fine like i'm cool with that um, but just tell me no. Like, don't don't tell me like maybe it's coming. Just say no. That's that's never coming. So I've been trying to go yeah more more that way to say that's definitely not coming in this release, and that may not be in a future one. Yeah. So with what I was saying, with the whole like yeah, I'm gonna I'll, I'll definitely consider it. Like I do. I definitely consider when somebody suggests something for for my app, I will definitely consider it and take it on board. And it definitely like there no lie, it goes into a wonder list task list that I have and I will put it put it in there with all the as much information as I need to to be able to come back and uh, for, for you know future jelly to to understand I, I can sit every single every single one that is no lie but I'm very careful not to be like yeah okay yeah 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 because that's too po- like that's too positive yeah I uh, can, can there yeah, be yeah, too positive yeah. yes there can because uh, like if you're saying yeah yeah yes 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 that sounds like that's awesome I, I will I'll consider it yes yes I'll consider it 
that's building up the expectation. I don't, I try not to do that. I try to do it in a positive way where I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll consider that, but not also lead the ex, like suggest that that's actually going to happen. Well, look, I'm happy to consider your request. Probably won't make it in this bill, but I'll definitely consider, like, I'll throw it in my list and I'll, I'll come back to it at some point and see if I can see what we, I can do. And it totally, like, it happens every time, but it, 90% of the time, I will say, probably not at this point because otherwise you, you you build up an expectation and once that expectation is up then all of a sudden people are like yeah we're going to get that that's awesome <laughs> well no i said i would think about it no we're going to get it no oh, i Je- said jelly I was said think about jelly it. said he's thinking yeah, about it jelly said, it's going in jelly said yep yeah. it's going in yeah we we have that interestingly like in some of the betas that we run so you, you kind of have like a spectrum spectrum of users so you have you know, people that don't really log into the community much. They presumably they they log in to read stuff. They don't really post things like me, which is fine. Like we we're happy with that because what happens is a part of running a beta. I guess if you're going to list out the goals, is um, a huge goal is just to figure out what's crashing. So if you get enough people using your app, totally, it is enough just to get automated crash reports because that that gives you an indication of okay, if I was to put this version in this store today, and I have let's say 100 beta testers and you know 50 crashes. Well, you know, you num- multiply that by the amount of users we have in the store, um, you know, running it for a longer period of time, probably not a good idea to to ship this version. And by the same token, if you can see yep. your crash numbers going down and eventually like hitting zero in a, in a beta, I mean, that doesn't guarantee that there'll be zero crashes in production because... Oh, there's always new and interesting crashes yeah, in production. Exactly. In my experience, that's not even yeah. a thing. Like people have weirdness, like the device runs out of space, you know, weird things happen, they do weird things to their phone. Like no matter what, you're going to get some crashes, but at least you've got some confidence. But my issue with the the users themselves is sometimes you get people at the op- opposite spectrum. So you have people that are super enthusiastic, like they they are thrilled to bits to be in your beta. Um, they really want to influence the future sort of direction of the app. And sometimes it's hard to stop those people from being too enthusiastic. And so you're kind of drowning out your other users because I guess in any online community, even if it's a you know a closed beta like we're running, you have to figure out a way to let you know, people have input if they want to have input. And the hard part about that is if someone's talking more than everyone else, then it can kind of discourage anyone else from saying anything. Like if this person, you know, is just posting and posting and posting and sometimes good things, you know, sometimes not, you kind of have to, you know, almost be like a community, I guess, moderator in, in some senses, which is which is weird. It's not something we were expecting from from running a beta program. Yeah, like, and it's and it's a lot like what we were talking about. We keep throwing back lately to like older episodes. <laughs> We've done so many of them. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the chat room episode where we were talking about how a good community you kind of need to be invested in it, and, like, and and moderate it, and kind of uh, and and make sure that you know uh, the users, like, people are being nice to each other and all that sort of stuff. It, it kind of works the same way with such a like with something like the Picket Cats Slack channel where you've got. Uh, where you've got a whole bunch of people and they're from all different kind of places and some of them are tech savvy and some of them have never be- really been on a beta before and some of them have uh, you know expectations that you never will meet and you've got to find a way to handle all that and I mean it's it's a, that's I mean that's kind of a difficult I can imagine that's a difficult thing I haven't I haven't actually had to run it but it's the sort of thing where you actually do have to spend time and you have to make sure that you know everybody's getting their say and 
I expect it's not that dissimilar to running like a meeting where, you know, sometimes in a meeting you'll have, you, you've always got one loudmouth who just wants to, <laughs> like, loves the sound of their own voice. And pro, pro tip, if you don't have that loudmouth, it's probably you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, the, uh, there, there'll at least be one or two people, uh, and I always fit into this category with meetings, is that they'll be really quiet and they, they won't really say much. And then you'll have like, and so what ends up happening is this guy talks a lot, but the uh, these these other people who are particularly quiet, they won't say much, and so they they won't. A lot of the time they'll they'll walk out feeling unheard. Not that I've ever really kind of cared that much with meetings that I've been in. I was in the public service. This is <laughs> the meetings don't mean much there. It's just a it's just a regular event that you turn up to. It's ba- it's basically just like you know break time really. <laughs> um, if you can bring some snacks and you know something something to play with, and <laughs> then you'll be fine. It's, but you you will always get that with meetings. You'll always have that, and I don't I don't I feel like that's a similar thing with that you'll get with um this kind of uh, beta test community. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely true. And th- this kind of leads us to an interesting thing. So um, we've been kind of experimenting with, you know, having a Slack channel where we add everyone to it and we create um, lots of different channels inside that um, Slack group. Where we're like, okay, this channel is for bugs and this channel is for feature suggestions and this channel is where we're going to put the known issues. And then we distribute builds through TestFlight and that seems to work pretty well on the iOS platform. I guess yep. my question to you is if you're going to ship, um, you know, a brand new app, say in three months time, or you're going to ship, you know, GIF wrapper, um, 4.0 with the new, you know, auto tune feature or something. Yep. Would you, would you continue to run your, your betas kind of hands off or has, has seeing like a different way of doing it kind of made you rethink some things? I have, I've been very invested in the, the, the picket cats, uh, beta because <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in seeing how it goes because, uh, I, it's always been a struggle with with beta testing uh, GIF wrapper that uh, I I worry that I don't get enough feedback and that I'm not hearing enough about what people are thinking about the app. I do try to go out and like you know ask for it when I when I can and and kind of hit people up. Hey 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 hey! Like chase people <laughs> down the street. Give me hey, feedback. Hey, check this out. Do you like this? Do you like this? Huh huh huh. Huh? Hey, why are you walking away? <laughs> what? Why are you? Why are you sticking your finger up at me, man? Jeez, what? <laughs> I, I am interested in getting uh, good feedback, and this has kind of been an interesting experiment to kind of watch. So I'm, I'm actually considered like, how, how do you? How have you found it? Has it been better or worse? Uh, I think overall it's been better. So what I found is in, um, in betas that we've run in the past. It's been hard to get feedback out of people. Like, um, I'm not sure how many people we had on the the GIF wrapper beta, but we had we had a decent amount on the previous Picket Cats one, and it was very rare that you get feedback. So the only people I tended to get feedback from was people that knew me, so people I'd met, yeah. you know, in real life or at a conference or that I talked to quite a bit online. And I, I found people that were, you know, relative strangers to, to us, even though they they seemed like really valuable people to add to the beta. They seemed like there was a barrier for them to actually, you know, open an email client or press a button and send us feedback. And I don't know if they felt yeah. like, you know, they'd be bothering us if they did maybe or they just didn't have time or there was no, maybe there was even no motivation for them to do it. Like they'd use the app, the app worked okay and maybe they wanted some things changed but there was no kind of direct path to be like, oh, I should really suggest that this changes. So what, what I found now is like running this Slack group is because there's a group there and because the majority of our beta testers joined it, they have somewhere direct to put their feedback into and they see like people discussing it and they see like us responding and I feel like that incentivizes people to to give us more feedback and 
it definitely is more overhead. So that that's the downside is that yeah. I have to spend like a percentage of my time actually, you know, managing the beta and talking to people and uh, writing down their feedback and that kind of thing. But I feel like overall it's definitely been worth it and I think it's something we're going to continue going forward. Like I feel like we don't ever want to get more beta testers than we currently have in there. It feels like about 150 is kind of the absolute limit before things just start getting out of control and you can't really keep up unless you have... I guess a team of people, you know, in there managing it. But we're we're a small company. We we can't really do that. So I feel like if we were to do it again, and we, I mean, we will, um, we'd probably do it very similarly. Like we might maybe set up a little bit more structure and make a few things like clearer, kind of upfront. Maybe even have some guidelines, like community, you know, guidelines for our beta testers to follow. But apart from that, I think we we do it fairly similar. Mm, that's interesting. I I know what you mean with the whole like people don't give you like give you feedback, and it's. Uh, I found I've found that it's a lot of the time it's because like it, it can just simply be straight up they use the app for this one tiny little thing that they that they really enjoy and they don't ever go outside of that and uh, Casey you know who I'm talking about <laughs> and they're very happy with that experience and they love that and that's the thing that they love about the app but they're not going to use any of the new things that you're introducing or you know you're not really the stuff that you're working on is not really touching their thing and so they'll just kind of like go along using it happily and that's fine like that's like that's perfectly good use but it's not super helpful when it comes to a beta test. Thanks, Casey. Yeah, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but uh, he's actually a wanted man on the Isometric podcast. They've they've put out a warrant for his arrest. He's an international criminal. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. He seemed like a, such a nice guy when we had wow, him. Wow, that, that's how they get you. It's the pearly whites and the smile. There's always, always something behind it. He was all emotions and feels and then suddenly he's wanted. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what to think. It's just kind of that. Just kind of hits me out out of nowhere. It's just kind of like I'm I'm sitting here. We're just talking, and all of a sudden, boom! 